Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for August 18th, 2022. In this series, I'm teaching on God's grace and our faith. What I do in this podcast is I teach you the word of God in a way that you can see, hear, and understand. What my, my goal is to take the word of God and the concepts of God that are sometimes, because God's ways are above our ways and his thoughts are above our thoughts, that, that these things are difficult oftentimes for humans to comprehend. Well, God has graced me and a lot of others to be able to teach kingdom concepts, godly concepts, divine concepts in ways that we can see here and understand. My cousin Eddie says that I break it down Barney style and I'm good, I'm good with that. Like I break it down. And so it's God's grace in our faith. So God, everything God does for us, he does by grace. Grace is unearned, unmerited, undeserved. Everything that we're supposed to do towards God in response to God's grace, we do it by faith. So I've been teaching this series, this is part 65 so far. And I'm in a vein right now where I'm teaching you that it's already done. I want you to know, put that in the chat. It's already done. I want you to know that within, for God, it's already done, but for you, it's only a matter of time. And so in one sense, it's already done. In another sense, you have to go do what's already done. And I'm teaching you this thing. And I know that that can sound a little bit confusing, but I take my time and I make sure you get it. Today, I'm going to deal with understanding prayer within the concept of it's already done, but now it has to be done because it's already done. You got to understand the concept of prayer. So as I get into this, I pray that you open up your heart. I've taught on prayer many times. I'm going to teach on prayer today. It's almost going to be like a prayer refresher today. How to pray, why you need to pray, praying in faith, all of that. That's today. Get ready to receive the word. All right, so let's get into the word. So we've been looking at John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17. And the reason why I'm using these two foundational scriptures is because it's a juxtaposition between the old covenant and the new covenant. And there's a distinct difference between how we functioned as humans under the old covenant and how we're supposed to function as humans under the, the new covenant. And if you don't understand that, then you could actually be coming to God and attempting saying, oh, I'm basing this on the Bible, but not really understanding that we're under a, dis a different dispensation. Dispensation means a period of time. And so we're under a different dispensation. And if you go to God in this dispensation with the understanding of the old dispensation, it's not gonna. It's not gonna work. You will never maximize what you do not understand. So my job is to help you understand. John one fourteen says the word Jesus became flesh. He dwelt among us. We were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the Father, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. In John one seventeen, the Bible says that the law was given by Moses with tablets of stone, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. So under the old covenant, the law given by Moses, tablets of stone, the rules. Under that system, it was the spotlight and the emphasis was on man and man working for God. So prayer looked different under that system. Life looked different under that system. Under the new covenant, the spotlight is on God and what he has already done for us. So it's a different system. And so it's a different period of time. And so, it, it, so it's like, oh, wow, we have to get an understanding of how to function under, under this system, under this dispensation. So now when I pray now, I'm praying 
understanding that within, as far as God's concerned, it's already done. He's already done things. Now, I'm seeking to, dis- to discover what he's already done, and then I seek to go do what he's already done. And so that's how we walk this thing out. So a few days ago, I told you that once you're born again, because God already mapped out your life from, from the foundations of the world, once you're born again, God begins to reveal to you the things that were prepared for you, but concealed from you. He does this through the Holy Spirit. And as you're learning to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit, you're getting glimpses of your future. And these are things that are future to you, but past to God, because God has already seen it. And once this happens, now you're like, oh, wow, God has given me glimpses in my prayer closet. Or maybe he gave me a dream while I was sleeping. Or maybe he gave me an open vision while I was awake. Or maybe he caused somebody else because I was not listening to call me or come visit me and tell me what God was saying, (laughs) right? Or whatever. But now that I have it, now I'm going to go launch out in faith and I'm going to move, but I'm not moving to get God to move. I'm moving because I believe he already moved. See, religious people, religious people, they they do things because they're saying, I'm going to do this in order to get God to do that. And so, no, what I'm telling you is that it's already done. So I'm not moving to get God to move. Put put this in the chat. Put in the chat, say, I move because God already moved. And so what God is revealing to me is what he already planned. I believe that what he already planned is already done. And so now what I'm doing is I'm going to move because he already moved. I'm doing because he already did. I'm, I'm launching out because he already provided. And so now it's not that I'm trying to get God to do anything. I'm trying to receive what God has already done. Right. And so this there's a difference. There's an understanding. There's a revelation of a difference there. So in one sense, it's already done. In another sense, you and I, we have to go do it. We have to go do what's already done. And so so faith. This is why I teach you about faith and grace. Right. So it's grace is is already done. Faith. I have to go do it. So so I'm not going to sit back and just say, well, God is going to do it. You know, I have to wait for God to do it unless God's uh, uh, tells you to wait, you know, then you, then of course, if he tells you to wait, you wait. But when he tells you to go, you got to go because there's some things that you have to do as a human. Faith is something you say, something you do or see that you sow based on what you, you believe that God has revealed to you about your future. And so in eternity is already done, but for us on the earth who live in time, it's only a matter of time. You got it. So in yesterday's message, I talked about the relationship between God's sovereignty and our responsibility. We looked at Psalms 115 and 16, where the psalmist told us that the heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth, he's given us. That's what the Bible says. And then we looked at Psalms 8, 3 through 6, where David was fascinated with God's fascination with us. And David said, man, who is man? You placed him, man, mankind, us, in charge of everything. In charge, it's like you made everything and then you placed us in charge of everything that you made. Lastly, we looked at Genesis 1, 26 and 27, where we saw that we were created after God's image, after God's likeness. And then he gave us humans the power to rule and to dominate this planet. So while God is unquestionably God, right? God is God. He, it is clear that he has given us a leadership role. Put this in the chat. Say, I have a leadership role on this planet. You have a leadership role. And so now that God has given me a leadership role on this planet, that's why I'm going to teach on prayer today. Now that I have a leadership role on this planet, 
I should live my life like with the with the first first John four and seventeen mindset. First John four and seventeen says, as Jesus is, so am I in this world. What did Jesus do? Jesus walked around, he would get instructions, he would get his orders from headquarters, and then he would go go do on a daily basis what God revealed. He would go do on a daily basis what God revealed. What are we gonna do? We need to go do on a daily basis what God reveals. And part of that is prayer. When we pray, because we have a leadership role on this planet, God expects us to pray. So I've taught a lot on prayer before. Uh, I'm going to give you like a prayer refresher refresher today. What does this mean to you today about prayer? I have three things to share with you in this morning. I believe that these three things are really going to help you or just add to what I've already taught, but really kind of give you a better understanding of prayer. You ready? Open up your heart to receive. Number th- uh, three things. Number one, here we go. God is committed to the system he created. Yesterday, I talked about how God set up the system where he placed man in charge, and God is committed to the system. Some people think that since God is sovereign, they don't need to pray. This is where people take something to the extreme. Well, you know, God already made plans, Rick. You said God already made plans, so if God already made plans, God already knows what's going to happen. God already knows what he's going to do. I don't need to pray. I can just sleep. It's going to happen anyway. Yeah, so you don't have a good understanding. So that's why I, that's why I have to keep teaching, right? So they think, well, since God knows all things, you know, God planned all things. No, no, no. People who think this way don't understand the system that God created. Remember, yesterday I shared with you, God placed us in charge. We have a leadership role on this planet. God is seeking, God is actively seeking the cooperation of humans on this planet. For God to operate in your life He's looking for your cooperation. God is not going to force his best on you. God is not going to force his best even around you. Okay, let me say it this way. Put this in the chat. Have you ever been woken up? Has God ever awoken you from your sleep to pray? If if God has ever woken you up to pray, put that in the chat. Say, yeah, God has woken me up. Now, why does God wake us up to pray? If God doesn't need sleep and we need sleep, why would God wake me up to pray? Because God is actively looking for the cooperation of humans on this planet. He put us in charge. We're the ones with a leadership role, right? And so so since we have a leadership role, and I see people, yeah, God is waking people up to pray. Since we have a leadership role, he's looking for us to agree with him. Without God, we cannot, but without us, God will not. So while God is God, look, I'm never going to say that God can't, God could do whatever he wants because God's God. But the Bible is clear that God has chosen to operate on this earth through humans, through mankind, through you and I. So since God placed humans in charge of the planet, that's us, we have a leadership role. And since God is committed to the system that he created, God actively, I see a lot of people in the chat saying, yep, God wakes me up to pray. God is actively seeking the cooperation of humans on the earth in order to perform his will. When God wanted to operate freely on the earth, Without having to look for the cooperation of a, of a human, what did he do? He came as a human himself, right? He came as a human so he could have unfettered access to a human body. Since humans are in charge of the earth, one of the reasons why Jesus came in human form is because since, since humans are in charge of the earth, then when, when God himself left heaven and came to the earth in a human form, now God the Father, through the Holy Spirit, had access, because Jesus was living in a body, had access to a human body. And so had access. And now because he had access to a human body, 
So now the earth was agreeing with heaven because the Father, Son, and Spirit are all unified. The earth was agreeing with heaven on a regular basis. And what was happening? Heaven was manifested on earth through Jesus. And what Jesus did, John 14 and 12, we're supposed to do. The works that he did, we're supposed to do. How do, how do we do it? Well, we're humans. We have legal authority. We're in the leadership role. We pray for God's will. Father, what do you want to do? And then we set our faith in agreement. And so when we set our faith in agreement, we're dying. this is why we have to die to sin, self, and selfishness. We're not here to do whatever we want. We're here to do what God wants because God is the one who sent us here from the foundations of the world. And so when God leads us to pray and to do, and then we set our faith in agreement to pray and to do, and then it happens, what happens? Heaven gets manifested on the earth. God's kingdom has come. God's will will be done. Where? On earth. How? As it is in heaven. Through who? Through us as humans. That's what prayer is about. I'll keep teaching. Number two, prayer is how we invoke uh, God's involvement in our situations. So I've taught on this before. Let me give you a quick recap. So a recap on prayer. A, prayer. What is prayer? Prayer is agreeing with God's plans and purposes by faith, knowing that they are already complete. So in the spirit, God's plans and purposes are already complete. On earth, they haven't happened yet. So now I'm praying for the will of God to be manifested on earth as it is in heaven. B, prayer is how the earth agrees with heaven. C, prayer is earthly license for heavenly interference. I want heaven to interfere with my kids. <laughs> I want heaven to interfere with my marriage. I want heaven to interfere with my business. I want heaven to interfere with my finances. So prayer is earthly license for heavenly interference. So I'm, I'm welcoming, I'm invoking the involvement of heaven on the earth in my family, in my career, in my body, and whatever. I'm invoke, I am actively invoking it and I'm coming in, in agreement with God. D, prayer is man exercising his or her legal authority on the earth to invoke heaven's influence on this planet. E, prayer is what happens when the creation gets the creator involved in anything. Uh, e, oh no, that was E. F, prayer is what happens when a human on earth who understands that he or she has the legal right in this domain, we're leadership, we're in leadership, right? Uh, uh, this is what happens when a human who understands that we're in leadership discerns the will of God and then prays that thing right back to God for heaven to manifest on the earth. And G, last one, Prayer is when earth agrees with heaven in faith for heaven to manifest on the earth by God's grace. So I am setting myself in agreement in faith because I believe the grace of God is already there. So God is going to do it by grace. I have to set my faith. I have to set myself in agreement in faith. So I'm providing the faith. God is providing the grace. Got it? I take my time with this series because I really want you to get it. All right. Number three. Prayer and works. Let's talk about prayer and works. Faith without works is dead, James said. Let's talk about prayer and works. And then I'm done for today. Prayer is what you do. I just said when you discern God's will. And then you basically pray back to God the prayers that you believe he's already prayed over you. Right? That's what happens when you pray. Um, it starts with God revealing to you what you believe he's already planned or to do from the foundations of the world. And then when God reveals something to you, a few things have to happen. First of all, when God reveals something to you, you got to believe it. Some people can't get to the faith stage because they can't get past the belief stage. 
there's some things that God reveals to you that you're like, whoa, because you've never seen yourself operating on that level, or maybe you know you have a poverty mindset, or maybe you have a lack mindset, or maybe you have a a, a failure mindset. So there are things that God will reveal to you, and if you don't believe it, you're never going to pray in faith. You're never even going to get to the faith stage if you can't get past the belief stage. But all things are possible to him that believes. And so you're only limited by your capacity to believe God. So God is limitless, but we limit God by our failure to believe. So let's say that you believe it. You get past that. I believe it. I believe it's possible. Okay, cool. Now, after I believe that it's possible, then no matter how crazy it seems, you you then must set your heart in agreement with, with God. That's called faith. I'm going to set my heart in agreement with what the Holy Spirit just revealed to me. And now I'm going to pray for the physical manifestation on earth of the spiritual revelation I just received from heaven. Let me say that again. Now that I set my faith in agreement, I'm going to pray for the physical manifestation on earth of the spiritual revelation I just received from heaven. So in one sense, it's already done. In another sense, it needs to be done on the earth. You got it? So let's talk about works and how, how that works. So setting your heart in agreement, that part, and then praying it, that's the prayer part. But after you pray, the Holy Spirit will lead you to execute some actions in faith. This is how prayer and works or faith and works go together. So after you leave your prayer closet, after you've set your faith in agreement for God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, you got to discern what comes next. Put this in the chat. Say, I have the ability to discern what comes next. When, you, when you're able to discern what comes next, now you've already prayed, you, you believed it, like you, you received it, you believe it, you set your faith, your heart in agreement with it, you prayed back to God, which you believe that he prayed over you. Now, put this in the chat. I have the ability to discern what comes next. So now I have to be able to discern. Now, in one sense, it's already done. In another sense, it's only a matter of time. So I'm not going to sit around and just wait for God to do what I believe he wants me to do. So there's some things that God has graced you to do. And to be clear, God will never do what he graced you to do. If God already gave you the power to do something and you're waiting on God to go do it, he's not going to do it because he gave you the power to do it. So when you leave your prayer closet, you have to have the ability to discern what comes next. Praying is one part. In prayer, you came in agreement, all of that. That's great. But now you have to go walk in the spirit. And so you have to go do in faith what you believe that God is leading you to do and then at the right time. So this is how God's grace and our faith work together. I trust that you're growing uh, in your understanding of how to walk with God. I, I, I pray that as I continue to flow in this vein, you will continue to grow in faith and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to take my time. I'll teach you whatever the Holy Spirit tells me to teach you, but I want you to get it, right? You're like, man, Rick, you take, you keep going over some stuff over and over. Yeah, because I got to give it to you this way. Then I got to give it to you this way. Then I got to give it to you this way. And, and, it, and it's like, after I tried 17 different ways, somebody's like, oh, I finally got it. Yeah, that's how. That's why I take my time. It's okay. I'm not in a hurry. I trust that you're not as well. And so I'm reinforcing these things because I need you to get it. God wants you to get it. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me 
about your grace and my requirement to walk and live by faith. As you reveal to me what you already plan to do in my life, you are revealing to me what's already done. So I set my heart in agreement. I pray for your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. I release my faith in prayer. After prayer, I release my faith in action. I live every day with an open heart and I am ready, Father, for you to lead me from the inside out. I will do whatever you lead me to do. I will say whatever you lead me to say. I'm led by your spirit every day and I shall not be moved by what I see. Living this way, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, you want my notes. You should get the notes. They're free. Go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button. You can get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. I want you to do me a favor. Go into the chat. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing. And number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Have an amazing day, and I will see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and etc. all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit. I'm addressing things as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.